three, two, one. Morning, George. What's going on in the morning brew today? <laughs> I guess in the morning brew, we got a lot of hot topics today. Get your, your microphone. Um, uh, we got a lot of hot topics today. And uh, while George figures out his technical issues, we can't. Um, uh, uh, we're going to be talking about Diamond Comics. We're going to be talking about um, Gargoyles and Rob Liefeld's aren't going up for auction. Plus, this, you know, how to come out from the downward spiraling trend of Kickstarter burnout. So with that said, let's start the show. Hopefully, George will get his mic working. Uh, let's see if I can unmute Mike. Nope. He's got to unmute it. So while he's doing that, good morning. Welcome to the Morning Brew. If you're out there, show of hands. Um, George is traveling, and so uh, he's having some technical difficulties with his Wi-Fi. If you're out there, let us know that you're there. What's up, Gilly, in the his house? Yay! Good morning, Gil. Um, yeah, yeah. So we got a lot, we got a lot to unpack today. We're going to be talking about a few things that we saw in the news, like Diamond Comics um, having a retail summit at Baltimore Comic Con and, and basically saying that they can't afford to do free shipping. What's up, George? There he goes. Hello. <laughs> and um, Rob Liefeld's original Deadpool sketches going up for auction with Heritage Comics and um, oh, Heritage Auctioneers and um, Gargoyles, number one, went by Dynamite, almost 200,000 units sold so far for number one. Uh, plus, we're going to be, um, you know, uh, revisiting our conversation, lively conversation that we had about Kickstarter burnout. Um, and uh, so it's going to be dope. Um, that was like one of the highest trending episodes on the Crazy Town Less, which is dope. And thank you, everybody, who um, provided feedback in the show notes. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's going on. And um, quick shout out to uh, everybody that's been posting that you received this alien in my toilet. Um, you know, thank you again, Jay Salazar, uh, Aurora's Compoyos, um, Vero. Um, thank you all for um, posting on social media. And um, if you have selfies with you guys with it, let me you know, send it over. It'll go on my website and we'll share it during the, the, um, the launch of book number four. Gotcha. Right now on Kickstarter. If you haven't signed up, sign up. Um, show some support. Get yourself number four. This one's even funnier. And... Just to just to remind you, every it's already in. If you backed any of the three issues, even if it was digital, and you come back and back for a physical, you're gonna get this enamel pin, the official. This is the one that started it all. The duty in the toilet enamel pin. This is pretty dope. It's pretty solid, nice. Um, as my way of saying thank you for the campaigns. What's up, Lou? In the house, Lou. What up? Yay! <laughs> Stupid o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you uh, if you back, uh, if you come back January 3rd for the live launch. Um, so if you have any uh, testimonials, um, any uh, video testimonies you want to share, I'll play it during the live stream on January 3rd. Photos, selfies, send it over. I'm excited about that. And I just want to quickly share um, uh, a preview of some of the covers for 2023. Uh, which is crazy. Well, 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 Sam, you're coming in hot this morning, brother. So what coming did I hot. miss? What did I miss? Because I, I, did you do the intro? I did. Yeah, I did, I did your part. Holy I did wow, your part. It's <laughs> only, only been four minutes. I'm like, yo, we yo, are, we are yo. deep. All I was right, like, right. Adele, Adele, carry on, carry on then. Yeah. So uh, here is, you. have you seen it on social media? This is the, 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 the standard cover for book number four. Gotcha. Um, and there's Herman. And if you read book number three, You've been introduced to Herman. Um, and uh, so this is the variant cover, the homage cover. This is the homage to uh, Sergeant Rock, um, 1984 edition, cover number 368, I believe. And then this is uh, the cover for book five, which um, book five launches in January. I mean, I'm sorry, in July. 
And this is uh, the Lost George again. And then this is the cover for the graphic novel, in, which is in April. This is going to launch in April. Um, and uh, so that's the graphic novel cover. And that's going to be a deluxe graphic novel. It's going to be dope. And then here is the cover for book number six, uh, Peekaboo ICU. It's the roundup where they're rounding up all the witnesses. And that's going to be in the fall of next year. So next year lineup is pretty thick. Um, so um, I'm excited. You know, George has already started lettering book number four. And um, the only thing I forgot to do, if you're watching us today, don't forget to subscribe. Hit that like button. You That's know. what I thought. I figured you might have forgotten something because that was quick. I'm like, damn, a minute in and we're doing this. All right, cool. Yeah. Carry on. It's just not showing. There it is. <laughs> it wasn't showing. Uh, yeah. So there it is. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So what's up, Georgie Porgy? Put in pie. Kiss the girls, oh, man. Nothing, brother. I'm here. You know, I'm working, working, to, you know, make making that money. Psych. Uh, yeah, no, I... I you know, normally I'm on here and everything is good to go, but I got a phone call as it came in, took me off because I'm on my phone and blah, 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 blah. So we couldn't do the proper opening. But, yo, dude, yeah, it's a lot going on um, next year for There's an Alien in My Toilet. And, uh, yeah, big shout out to all, everybody, everybody who supported the campaign. And the, yes. another one's coming January 3rd. So, yeah, and I know Sammy. Sammy's got a lot going on. He's, uh, Seven he's weeks. got a, a few things that, that he's working on. So uh, that's good. It's good to see that there's a lot of progress being made. Uh, on the book so make sure you you go on this sign up sign up to the page for there's an alien in my toilet i know sammy gave you a lot of info but you know just to bring it back to now to, to what's current mm -hmm. january 3rd is the most current thing let's start there go over there sign up to the page and then the campaign will launch on january 3rd and that's when you guys will be able to go in there and get you know all of the goodies that sammy has yeah. prepared including that enamel pin which is really, really dope. Nice size. Nice it is. Size. So, it yeah, is. So, it's yeah. good. So, remember. To I wanted come to back custom size, and this is pretty dope. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. That, that thing yeah. almost looks 3D, right? It looks like it's popping yeah. out. Yeah, yeah it's, it looks cool. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, it looks really, really cool. So, yeah, about. so make sure. Make sure you do that. Get get, get that going. But, yeah, and, and don't forget, if you haven't done so yet, yeah, I know Sam said it, but uh, subscribe to the channel. Help us grow. If you can, share, uh, yes. the, the ch share this video. That helps with the algorithm. So if you share it to your friends and maybe somebody else stumbles upon the show, and if that is you who is stumbling upon the show, make sure you subscribe to the channel as well. Subscribe, like, comment, right. you know, share it. All of that. All of that stuff helps uh, us in growing the channel. So big, big yeah. shout out to everyone who already has, uh, you know, subscribed to it. And is here with us every morning, including Lou, who just, you know, he's been up since stupid o'clock. And it's just here chilling, chilling, really? chilling. Like a Thank villain. You very, very much. Yeah, yeah. Sammy's got that growing, going on. Yeah, speaking of growing channels, uh, if you haven't got a chance, check out my art channel, The Art of Samuel. So all of my art streams have been moved to that channel um, to keep Cash the Craze pure um, to our guests and comic-related and art-created um, subjects. So, uh, but yeah, check out my ch uh, channel, um, hashtag... Um, Art of Samuel, and it'll take you right there. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. If you have um, family, friend, member, friends that love art, um, you know, tell them to check it out. I, I tend to go on daily um, right now, and sometimes every other day. All depends on what my schedule looks like, but for the most part, daily. And there's a lot of good content up there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not hashtag. It's at Art of Samuel. Don't do the hashtag. You won't, you won't find Sam. Yo, in Puerto Rico, we say hashtag. Stop acting up. I say, I say, I say pound sign because I'm old. I say pound, <laughs> I say pound sign. We'll give you a pound. Hashtag. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, I'm, trying to help, I'm trying to help you out. As a matter of fact, everybody, hashtag artist. <laughs> find it. I'm just trying to help the brother out. He's over here. So I'll pound you. I'm like, what is this? Yes. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. Pound? This is oh about a pound God. right here. Look hey, at this. Hey, how you doing? Look hey. at this. Look at this. Go crazy. Go crazy. Right? Go crazy, so, uh, baby. So, yeah, 2023 is going to be a big year. We're, we're rounding up to uh, issue number 500, episode number 500, right? No, I can't believe those words came out my mouth. <laughs> it's like 500. 500 on Cast the Craze. Yeah, yeah so well, you know, you know, Sam's rocking the, you know, the, the gear. Look at that. Look at that. Boom. Yeah, baby, go crazy, catch the craze. Right. So, um, so 2023, um, you're gonna see a lot of things coming up from the crazy camp. Um, uh, for, so we're going to be going big with Cast the Craze. I'm really trying to expand, not just with merchandising. Um, but with subscription bases and uh, really want to grow the community and diversify uh, our audience. So um, we're excited. Join us for episode 500. We'll launch, we'll let you know exactly what day, when that day lands. 
we have some fun stuff. Um, it's gonna be a party that night. It's gonna be dope. Yeah, yeah. And listen, we're gonna, you know, I, you know me. I, I like to get crazy with the with the raffles. So you know, maybe raffling some some hoodies like the one that Sam's wearing. We also have uh, mm -hmm. other other stuff that's coming out. We got canvas bags with that on it. Um, we have the pillows like you just yeah. saw. So we're gonna have a, a bunch a of big stuff we're raffling. That is a big pillow. They, big they have, they have, they have a bigger one too. They have a bigger yes, one. Also. Yes, always got to be bigger, man. Why can't you just yeah, enjoy the big, one you have? Can't right? go, so, better, baby. <laughs> go big or go home. Look at this. Yeah, it's like, there you go. Yeah. So so we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of stuff. Just swag. Um, if you're a fan of the channel and you want to get your hands on some of that stuff, it will be available. We will be able to. Uh, you will be able to get it for yourselves. So uh, you know we're, we're gonna we're gonna be posting about that as the time gets closer. Issue five hundred is coming, and it's coming fast. So tell tell your friends again. Subscriptions are big. Make sure you subscribe and share it. But yeah, man, I'm excited about that stuff, dude. It's gonna it's gonna be dope. Also, this weekend, um, I'm gonna be at the Long Island Comic Book Expo this Word. weekend. I'm gonna be doing uh, two panels. One on Kickstarters, which we're gonna be talking about today. Sam mentioned we're gonna be talking about burnout. Uh, but I'll be talking about uh, Kickstarter and Kickstarter campaigns and the do's and don'ts and the things that I've done that maybe didn't work. Uh, I'm also going to be on there with J.D. Rosario. We're going to be talking. We're going to be chatting it up. He's done about 18 campaigns. He's got a lot of uh, a lot of insight into it. So if you're yeah. going to, if you're going to be in Long Island, New York this weekend, go to the Long Island uh, Comic Book Expo. And I will be there from 2 to 3. And then 4 to 5, I will be on another um, panel uh, talking about podcasting with mark torres from it came from the radio so marky mark and the funky bunch that's right get your tickets tickets i think are like ten dollars or something like that they're, they're not they're not expensive at all um very cheap kids under 12 get in for free so make sure you Gilly's head out gone. there ah all right gilly gill cool man yeah head out there bro i'd love to i'd love to catch up i'd love to see you man so yeah so we're gonna have uh i'm gonna be out there and also you know go to getyourmeds.com check that out and go to darkfirepress.com. Uh, we had a, a nice meeting with uh, the publisher of the uh, the Adventures of Wonder Duck, and uh, we're trying to get the book into physical stores, Barnes and Nobles, for example. So, if you're a fan of uh, the Adventures of Wonder Duck, go to your local Barnes and Nobles and request and it. Order it, yeah. Just ask for it. Say, hey, do yeah, you guys have this? Yeah, it's in their database. So you go in there, you request it, they'll order it into the store. If we get enough orders like that, they'll start, they'll be like, you know what? Maybe we need to put this on the shelves. So that's the plan um, for for uh, for the adventures of Wonder Duck. And I'm also, you know, obviously working on part two, which is almost done. I'm one chapter away from completion. So I'm excited about that next year. Hopefully by fall 2023, I'll have the uh, second graphic novel ready to rock and roll. And, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, obviously, you know, we're going to try to do some more uh, conventions. Sam, I know you got you. You're planning some conventions that you want to do. And, you know, we, we talked about that on the show, actually, on Tuesday, I believe we were talking about how do you pick the convention you go to? And we can we can continue the conversation here today. Uh, but yeah, that's what I got on, on my end, man. But yeah, it's it's, uh, it's exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Yeah, it's a really dope stuff. You know, I'm I'm excited about it. You know, so 2023 is a big year. Um, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, so you know, we, we'll see what happens. You know, the you know, the, you know, with the state of the the world and all that other stuff, and and then hopefully, you know, we don't get <laughs> again with another lockdown or some other crazy stuff. Or actually, you know, they 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 they're, they're rolling out the draft and they're adding of uh, you know 50 and under. <laughs> <laughs> to the draft it's like yo we all gotta go uh so uh, it's gonna be dope uh yeah yeah so excited so yeah so to, um in in what i've noticed uh today while uh, when i woke up um you know uh let's start with um gargoyles bro gargoyles yeah you know, i think that's the, that's the best thing you know because we had greg weissman on our show in the early oh, days of cast the craze yeah years ago um, yep. yes we had him on our show um, um when we first launched cast the craze and where everybody wanted to be on the show didn't matter what status they were uh now now you have to be at a certain status for people to come back on your show right so it it, it changes here's the rent here's the yeah. rent yeah. it's funny how the world changed bro <laughs> it's like yo man there's no loyalty in this game anymore bro anyway so gargoyles number one racks up one hundred seventy nine thousand and ninety three orders for dynamite so last month, Lady Cook uh, mentioned that Dynamite had told Comic Book Retailers this weekend at the Baltimore Retailer Summit that they have received initial orders over 100,000 of Gargoyles number one. Um, this is exciting. The rebirth of Gargoyles, right? And uh, so uh, let's see. It says, uh, 
Uh, recent Dynamite launches have seen them use final order cutoff to increase their final orders from two to three times. So they're, they're, they're gaming the system. So we wondered how high this would go when it came to its final cutoff date on Monday, the 14th of November, before publication of the set uh, on the 7th of December. Now we know 179,000. This will easily make book the book the highest selling Dynamite comic of the year as Darkwing Duck number one. Only comes out in January 2023. Darkwing Duck is coming back. What? Oh Duck. shit! One of Duck, he yeah, he heard about you. He's like, bring nah, nah, this is and my I house. Gotta bring it back. This is it's, my house. There's a demand for the ducks. Yes. Uh, Yo, so Dynamite, talk to me. Let's let's do crossover. <laughs> talk to me, Dynamite. You need Holla to that person staring in your car. And uh, oh, so uh, <laughs> help, help. I need somebody help. help. <laughs> yes, that's pretty dope. So yeah, when they were at hundred thousand, they sold. So that's exciting for uh, for gargoyles. Number one, I've always been a big fan of the animated series. I'm always I'm also a big fan of that art style, um, that Disney esque art style. Um, so that's that's pretty exciting. I didn't even pick it up. You know, it's funny. <clears throat> um, I'm I'm not one of the one hundred seventy nine thousand, but I'm gonna wait till it's collected. I want I want the full thing. You know, I'm I, I think um you know I like the way the collected editions look on my bookshelf. Um, because I could just go boom, there it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I love listen, I, I, I still like collecting comics, but it, it's tough because you run out of room, <laughs> and that's I think that's one of those things. Problem like, is, like, like for instance, I just, picked up, I just picked up this, right? Um, this is called Space Dumplings, right? Yeah. Um, and I like this guy's art style, uh, Craig Thompson. Um, this is a big book, it's 300 pages, bro. Yeah. This is a big book, but yeah. you know, and what I like about it is that, uh, like for instance, like when I want to go back to my back catalog. I have to go through my long boxes and I'm like, all right, where, you know, I know that my long boxes are separated by publisher, but you know, you got to find the titles. Right. And uh, so I'm like, ah, you know, so at least like, if I wanted to go back, like every year I read infinity gauntlet again, you know, for Christmas, it's like, it was one of my favorite books. And so it's on the bookshelf. I pull it out, bang, and there it is. Um, uh, but I just like the way it looks. There are some books where if I'm a real fan of that artist, I'm gonna go and get the single issues uh, because I want that. I want that. Uh, but this is exciting for if, if you're a Disney fan. I know Greg Weissman has been trying for years to bring it back. Um, he kept hitting the wall and getting stumped. And so this is supposed to lead to the animated series that they're working on. So nice, yo, man. Animations, yo. Animations is so they're expensive. We were talking about this the other day. How expensive even 2D animations have gotten, and yeah. the reason why they they don't they don't do the ones that we're used to seeing, right? Like these, like that. The, for example, the Batman the animated series. Like I remember, they used to come out at the same time as the Gargoyles when they were when they were being, um, when we were watching them. And I don't know. There was there was a sense of not not realism. That it, it was just they looked finished. It looked like we were watching, like finished work. Not that today's, um, you know, I guess animation isn't. But like the if you compare Rick and Morty, for example, the way that's animated. To like gargoyles, there's a big difference in the animations, and I just prefer one over the other. Yeah, you know, I prefer the old, like what you're talking about, like that gargoyles, that Batman the animated series, that kind of stuff. I love those animations, and I miss them. I, I wish they did more of that stuff, but I know that it gets expensive. You know, there's so many, so many. It is. We were talking there. about that because I remember when I was a, when I was younger, I used to look at the credits like, why are there so many people? And I realized in the animation world, one person is assigned to one specific thing. Right. You know, you have the background artists, then you have, you know, the 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 the, the color artists, you know, the colorers. You have each person has a different character, a different element, or whatever it is. So there's all these different hands on it. So if you have a, 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 a like like for instance, if you're doing a, a, a Transformers where there's so many moving parts, you're gonna have an right. army of people. Right. So um, so yeah, so you pay the salary cost alone. Right. It's what what drives paying up that. All, yeah, yeah, paying all of these paying all these artists and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. So when does the Gargoyles book comes out? Come out? Does it say? I know it's being pre-ordered, but do they still uh, have a release date for it? Worked on them as part of it. It says. Oh well, I moved over to um. Hold on. Wow. Gargoyles yes. number one. Um, the cutoff date was November fourteenth. Before publication, December seventh. Oh, uh, so December seventh is coming out. So right before Darkwing Duck comes out in January. So, so December seventh. December seventh. Damn. Yeah. That's awesome, bro. That's awesome. And I, it's it's you know the marketing and, and the money that goes into you know oh, making people I, know about this. I just so it says these comic book stories will serve as season four 
of the TV show for fans to enjoy. Previously, Gargoyles comic books by Marvel Slave Gilbert published by so they they did it as its season, and I think this is the I guess the sales will help with I guess the negotiations for the anime. I thought that we were already in production. All ongoing series will continue on Gargoyles Classic Series One Thousand. That's just that I don't want to hear that. Um, so yes, yeah, so I gotta look. I gotta dig deeper into that because I thought when they announced that it was coming back, so maybe it's just a book and they're using that as. Um, a launch pad for um, the animation. Yeah. Well, yeah. I love the background art for Scooby Doo. Yeah, Scooby Doo backgrounds with dope. Scooby Doo backgrounds. Yeah. Bro. And, 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 and so you got so you got to pay an artist to do that background, right? So you got to like that. So there's background artists. There's there's, there's colorists. There's so many, so many. And there's lighting. Right. 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 It's right. all those things. All those yeah. people, bro. It's crazy. Stuff. A lot of stuff. No, but that's cool, man. That's exciting. Uh, if you're a Gargoyles fan, yeah, December seventh. From Dynamite, big shout out to Dynamite um, for bringing that back. So that's awesome, bro. That's yes. Awesome. And then, then, then uh, on another front, and you know, George, yeah. George loved this got? conversation right here. Which um, one? Which one? Uh, so Rob Liefeld, Ronnie um, Rob, today, favorite. Rob Liefeld's first Deadpool artwork at auction and so much more. The Heritage Auctions, Rob Liefeld's first Deadpool, Deadpool artwork house is selling. A huge amount of high-end original comic book artwork with pieces going under the hammer today that will tell the story of some of the biggest superheroes in comics and mm -hmm. decades and creators who have worked on it. So it starts today from the 17th to the 20th. And here's some of the original storyboards, which is, you know, uh, again, I've always loved his thumbnails. Um, and we talked about that like, George is not a fan of his finished art. I've always loved Rob. I love Stone. Rob Liefeld. Li Rob Liefeld's my favorite image artist. What are you talking about? <laughs> he lies. You, 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 you're going, to, you're you going to hell. You are going to hell. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, I wasn't. I wasn't a big fan. I wasn't a big fan. But, uh, so, but yeah, so he's selling, he's selling a lot of his original art, huh? Yes, and it says the first preliminary sketch for the for the appearance of Deadpool from New Mutants number ninety eight currently with bids totaling thirty one thousand dollars. The second following page preliminary sketch follows for slightly less money. So right now it's starting bid. So I don't know what the closing bids are. The bidding starts today. So they had people already putting in uh, whatever, but the auction goes live today. So and then here's some uh, other artwork. I don't even know who that, that doesn't look like. Yeah, it is Rob Liefeld. Huh, interesting. That actually looks better than the other stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, that's because he had a really good inker. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, Rob's going to bring in the cheddar. They got other stuff like Jim Lee and Scott Williams, double-page spread. Oh, oh, no, that was Jim Lee. Captain America, Uncanny X-Men number 268 currently bids at 69000 69000 <laughs> He said, his work hurts my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 69000 Diablo. Uh oh! Look at this. Oh, this was eleven thousand uh seven hundred from Jack Kirby bids at eleven thousand. So yeah, and oh, that's nice, nice um hatching and uh, blacks and whites that looks like there. So uh this is Bernie right you know right Frankenstein with a bidding of forty eight thousand. Man, these guys are bringing in the cheddar. So if you got the cheddar and and your wife is not gonna kick you over the head, go over to Heritage Auctions and you can get yourself a life fill today, bro. A life fill. Yeah. Get that life felt. Get that life felt. Yeah. But that, that's just the what is it? That's the thumbnails, right? I wonder how what big these things are. That's a, they, they're eleven by seventeen. They oh, eleven. Like. Oh, they're eleven by seventeen pencils of his work. But, yeah. Wow. All right. Robbie Rob. Listen, man. He. I mean, listen. He created that pool. You know, and I like kudos. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, well, I wasn't when it came to all the image guys. I and, and you know what? And I, I was talking to you about this the other day. I slept on Mark uh, Mark Silvestri's art, bro. I was sleeping on that. I did. He, he is great. He is great. Well, he and, was doing next. Um, it was doing. It was fly. Oh yeah, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. But I, but I was enamored with like with like the Jim Lee and and and, and the Todd stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like those two guys. Well, he came out with Witchblade. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. He he had like that. That was on TV. Like he actually put stuff on, and it was. I watched every lot. episode. Word, we had her. Word. We had her on our show. Yes, exactly. So that was. I mean, he was. He was doing it big time back even back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, but Mark Silvestri, big shout out to him. I, you know, I picked up that that uh, that Batman book that he's working on, Batman uh, and the Joker, the mm -hmm. the Deadly Duo. Great, yeah. great artwork, and he wrote the joint. I was like, oh snap! He wrote it, and he's he, he's a very good writer, bro. Like 
I'm really enjoying that book. I can't wait to see uh, what number two looks like. Um, oh, wow. Awesome, Lou. Damn. I am glad he didn't become a doctor. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, That's amazing. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of, you know, it, it, what are the things I kick myself? We've, we've attended a lot of conventions and we were exposed to a lot of great creators that were sitting in the same artist alley as we were. Right. And, but never took the time to walk around and go and, you know, show appreciation for, for what they've done in the industry. You know what I mean? It's like I was so focused on my booth and my table and, and doing what I was doing that I forgot to realize that, hey, yo, there's, there's guys that, 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 that paved the way for guys like us. You know what I mean? And we I never really acknowledged that. Um, and some, so I, I, I did it on a small scale. Like the people that I was really big fans about, and um, but uh, you know, you know, it's like so. If you're, you know, just some artists out there, I know we're all in the hustle. We're all trying to make a name for ourselves. But when you're there and you got these creators out there that really inspired your work or whatever, stop by the table and just say, you know what, I just wanted to just say, you know, that, you know, I love your work. Keep doing, you know, that you, you inspired me, whatever it is, and um, because it goes a long way. Yeah, man, I, I like to walk around the convention sometimes, you know, and that's just. And, and for me, it's it's a way to kind of de-stress a little bit because sitting behind that, that table and, you know, sometimes hearing no's over and over and over again, it starts getting to you, right? So you're like, you know what? Let me step away from this for a little bit, walk around. Before I go up somebody's head. <laughs> regroup, regroup and come back. Regroup yeah. and come back. And I think during those moments is where I was able to meet with some, you know, some great people and, 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 and connect and network with friends you know other indies that are doing this and just chatting it up at their table how you doing what you what's what you got going on and then able cool? to come back to the table yeah able yeah. to come back to the table with a fresh mindset and all right we're ready to sell let's, let's do this again because it does and we were talking about this the other day like what conventions do you choose right when you're choosing conventions how do you choose your conventions it's a gamble because you never know which ones are going to be the good ones and which ones are going to be the bad ones yes. sometimes the ones that you don't think are going to be all that great because there's not that many people coming through the door, whatever, end up being the ones where you're like, holy cow, I sold a lot of books here. So you just never know. But I think staying in that right mindset helps. And it helps with even like the, we we're going to be talking about in a few minutes, burnout. It's all about a mindset, right? It's all about how to set yourself up uh, after the, uh, yeah. the, the Kickstarters, for example, that you're doing. And, but yeah, no, no. For me, I felt and all that stuff was, was, yeah. was uh, for me, what always helped me during when I was stressed. Uh, like like Johnny Boy, he tends to eat and shop when he's stressed, right? So whenever we're at convention and Johnny gets stressed, you see him running away. He, he next to him, he comes back. He has a big old donut in his mouth, and he has like ten books he just bought, right? For me, it's um, I'll sketch. I'll sketch to get my mind off of the fact that yo, I just had a bad hour, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'll start sketching, and um, to just that's my way. It's like therapeutic for me, just drawing. Uh, it's my way of just releasing the tension and the stress because, you know, you know, after a while, you, you know, you start getting irritated. But the last couple of shows I did out here in Texas, I found myself because my wife was with me. I was able to go and walk and connect with creatives um, in the, in fact, someone was going to be on Cast the Creators in 2023 um, in the artist alley. And so I really was like, damn, man, this is, you know, I missed this, you know? Uh, so again, you know, if you got to you get time, that downtime, that hour, whatever it is, go run and, and, and talk to your brethren out there. And then you just say, Hey, what's up? You know? Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. But I think on the final note, uh, diamond comics announces that, um, they can't do free shipping anymore, but boom will help them with that whole process. So at the Baltimore comic-con diamond comics held a retail summit during which they made their case, uh, diamond, uh, comics distributors at a time when dark horse has joined Marvel comics and IDW, um, as going exclusive with penguin random house with diamond. Now a third party distributor as DC continues distribution with lunar, which diamond has only the UK access to and more publishers drop diamond, uh, drop the diamond exclusive to be distributed by Luna as well. It is the time for diamond to make what case it needs to, to stop losing business as it stands. Diamond offered the following bullet points. So they basically gave a, a whole uh, presentation on um, why there's still a solid uh, distributor in the game. Uh, and here it is. And, and you can go to bleeding cool.com for this information it says over 2,500 individual items are offered each month from around 150 different publishers. Diamond remains the only full service distributor carrying the largest selection of comics collections related collectibles and supplies over 38,000 products available. So they break down the whole thing. Right. And then, so 
if you go further down, then but what's that's the past. Here's what's happening going forward. So they talk about the new contracts um, that they've signed with uh, the postal service, and they're trying to find better, more cost-efficient ways. They've added more printers to their lineup, so they have six printers um, that they pick up from, um, and that uh, then it says, "Where's the part with boom?" Um, so boom is picking up uh, a fee. However, the shipping costs still bite. While the likes of Penguin Ram Penguin offers free shipping, um, uh, they stated Diamond is the only distributor in the direct market that offers a scope and scale. However, the costs keep rising. Um, so while they are at it, Boom Studios president Philip Sablik, who has struck uh, stuck with Diamond as their exclusive distributor and recently renewed their contract, stated that thanks to there being one of Diamond's deluxe publishers now, products will not be charged a typical 3% reorder fee. So for retailers, they're not going to charge you a reorder fee, 3%, and also announced that they would be offering 2% freight rebate to help retailers offset increasing freight costs. So Boom, being the one of the biggest publishers for Diamond and they're exclusive to Diamond, you know, they say, you know, we got a little cheddar. We're going to help out. Right, we're going to help out the retailers. We're going to help out Diamond um, for for giving us most of the retail space, you know. And uh, so, what do you think about that? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, one hand's got to wash the other. Uh, I assume the best thing to do at conventions is find a, who's better than you and get a critique of your work. Yeah, that it's good. Yeah, to walk around and just say, "Hey, man, what do you think?" Uh, Diamond third party distributor. Did you ever think you would hear? I know, I know. That's crazy. A third party distributor. As you're reading that, and and, and big, you know, same thing that you was saying. As you were reading, I'm like thinking, damn, what happened, dude? Like, they were they were the only game in town. When you talk about all the people that left them, and and how that you know, dark dark horse leaving, and you know all these places leaving, it's insane because they were they they were the guys. You yes. Know? Yes. Third cup of tea. <laughs> Yeah, they were Yo, the guys. Dude. It's like when Game we of Thrones and comics, bro. Bro, when we were coming up, if you weren't distributed by Diamond, people didn't even want to buy your stuff. Like, they were like, are you in Diamond? No? All right, I'll wait till it's in Diamond. Like, because that gave you, like, a sense of, like, yeah, you guys got good stuff, and I want to pick up your stuff. I remember, I, I remember we, I did it on the Crazy Nintendo Less. You know, Diamond announces, I mean, um, um, DC announces split from Diamond and they created Lunar and Midtown Comics created their own distribution. It was like the, the Lannisters and the Starks, bro. There's like, yeah, the, the, DC, they cut them off and it was like, no, they, it was like the, the, the one, the Red Wedding. <laughs> it was like, yo. Wow. And then from that point on, it just became a domino effect. I was like, now, yo, now they're like, yo, we need help. We can't ship. We give you, yes. we can't, you know, we, we, we need some help. And help boom. Me. So now Boom is coming in to help them with the shipping costs. But I guess at that point, then Diamond then has to bend over backwards for them and put them at the top of their catalog they're, and yes. promote their crap out of them. So they're probably not. I'm sure they're getting like, you know, I'm sure they're getting discounts on, on ads or bigger spaces. And, you know, Boom's going to own Diamond at this point. Or these days. That's what happens. One has got to watch the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know what? Everybody left with the biggest fish in the game right now for you. What are you going to do for hey. us? Yes. What have you done for me lately? That's right. Yeah, it's crazy. That's right. That's right. What are you gonna do? I know. It's uh, it's amazing how the world changes so fast, bro. But again, you know, this is what happens. They were the monopoly. They were the big game in town, and they were heavy-handed, right? They were, you know, they were heavy-handed. Retailers weren't happy. Blah blah. And then it was just a matter of time where someone's gonna be like, you know, we've had enough. Right you know what? We've had enough, and it's always like you know you you <laughs> in the streets you run the block, and then somebody comes over and says, "Now I want that block." Right, right. Well, and, uh, well, because you think about it, right? They had DC and they had Marvel. I'm surprised that it took them that long. Uh, where Boom ranks among? They're pretty. I mean, I wonder where they actually rank, but they're pretty, yeah. pretty big. They're pretty up there, I think. Um, if you think about it, I think because they don't just publish comic books, right? They have graphic novels and all that. Other stuff. I mean, not that Marvel and DC don't do that as well, but. Right, I think that they have a pretty pretty large stake in it. Yeah, I they have a it. lot of licenses. Um, yeah. I can't even search it because I'm on my phone. But uh, what was I saying to you? What was I saying to you? Uh, yeah, yeah, that. This is twenty eighteen. to you. I'm just looking it up. No, no, no. I, I, I can't. I'm, I'm trying. I, I got lost in, in my in my own thought. But uh, but when it oh no no I was saying that Marvel and DC. You think about how big Marvel and DC were, right? Marvel and DC were huge. And it, it, it was weird that it took them that long to realize, yo, we don't need Diamond. 
Like we can do this stuff on our own. Like we, or we can go somewhere else and do this. Boom is right number six. Yeah, we don't need diamond. We can do this somewhere else. I'm surprised it took them that long to realize that. You know what I mean? They were like, yeah, we don't need you. And they were out. And the minute they, they pulled out, it was a wrap, dude. It was a wrap. Yes. Yes. Yo, you 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 screwed Sammy all up. Look at him. <laughs> you screwed him all up. Six. Yo, what's what so what's one what what's one through five? What's one through five on the publisher? The, the, so Diamond doesn't have who are the top publishers. They have top books. But if you go to websites, book publishers, Diamond Comic Distributors, publishers, um, boom is ranked number six. So who's the who's who's above them? Who's who's uh top five? Oh, uh, who is above them? Uh, uh, well, Marvel was number one. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Hold on. Marvel was number one. And no, I don't want to hear this. Top. So the way it was, Marvel was one. DC was two. Image was three. Um, Dark Horse is four. IDW is five. And Boom is six. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. Yep. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, sounds about the right the right scale, I guess. It's Mar Marvel number one, DC number two. It's like Black Panther number one, Black Adam number two. Yeah, it's just the way the way it rolls, man. Have you seen Black Adam yet? No, not yet. No. No. Have you seen? You haven't seen Black Panther either. I haven't seen any of them. I haven't. No. No. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Trying to get. Yeah. You know, my my. You know what's crazy? My 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 father-in-law. He's seen it. I think he's like seventy-five or whatever. He loves. He goes opening. Day he he saw what he saw all of them he saw Wakanda oh, forever okay. he saw Black Panther I mean Black Adam uh, he he goes to the movies for all opening releases what do you think what what was his what he was loved, his uh, he, he loved, loved both it. of them yeah he loved both of them yeah that's a that's a man who just likes entertainment man he's like I'm surprised Dynamite isn't in the top five yeah well I think Dynamite might be what maybe six or seven I think they might I, I'm pretty sure they're in the top ten uh, I, I would I wouldn't see them any any lower than that. Let's see. So let me see. IW is get that. Where's my favorite? Is so IBW is number five. Um, Valiant is six. Oh, I think this is old. Actually, no, this is old. Was the, uh, oh, that was, I was the doing that. Here it is. Damn. Here it goes. Uh, here it is. Marvel, DC, Image, Dark Horse, IDW, um, Boom Studios, Valiant. Valiant. They're still around. Yeah. Chapter House, wherever they are. Wow. And dynamite number there nine, top ten. Yeah, and uh, they only give me nine. They only give you nine. Not even top ten. Jesus Christ! <laughs> that's it. That's it. We're done. We're done. Uh, that's it. Stop scrolling. <laughs> yo, what? Yo, Valiant. Damn. All right, Valiant. I see. They're still you. producing stuff. I see you. Damn. They've been around for a while too, bro. Valiant's been around for a minute. Yeah. Damn. They had a. They had a certain look to their books too. Yeah, they did. They really did. They really I said did. The same thing. I don't know who chapter house is. I gotta look it up. Who are you? Who are you? How many wow. chapters do you have, house? Um, chapter but yeah, the house. Um, yeah, Valley is funny because back in the days, Image had a look, Valiant had a look, Dark Horse had a look. It was a theme to all of their yeah. all these publishers, right? Yeah. And when yeah, First Generation sure. Comics came out, they had a look. Um, Cross Generation Comics had the best website of all the publishers. Came and went. That was a great one. <laughs> <laughs> they put all they, they, the guy just didn't know how to run a business. He just they messed he, up. Yeah, they messed up. It was bad business. It was yeah. Bad he business. was busy trying to take down everybody instead of just focusing on creating content. Because you know what, that was a business man rather than a, a person who knew comics. Like mm -hmm. you, I think you need the balance. You need both. You need to know the industry yes. and know your business. And and I think he was yes. just trying to read that like a, like a business. What up, Anibal? Yes, he's in the house. He's in the house. Uh, but yeah, so Sammy, what's the topic for today, my brother? The topic of the day is a follow-up from the crazy antenna less. Yes. It was the burnout is real. Kickstarter kicks. That's you know, that's what they say. The kick starts with a kick, it kicks your katukas. Yeah, and, okay. and 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 it can it can really trigger depression when it's over. So, how do you come back from that? That that for you know, for 60 days, really, 30 days leading up. In 30 days of the campaign, you're constantly hustling, you're constantly spamming, you're constantly posted, you know, you're tagging, you're doing all these things, you're hustling, you're, you're looking at that ticker, it's like, I haven't been funded, oh, I gotta reach out, hey, don't forget, I got my book, I got my book, and you're going crazy, then you get funded, you're like, well, I need to get more because it's cost me to produce this, and then you go, you're, you're, you're tagging everybody, and then when it's over, it's like, 
the noise is gone. The hustle's gone. You don't know what to do with yourself. And you're just sitting there like, shit. Oh, and then you, and then you crash. And, and you're like, minutes. yes. And then you, you and, and so how do you come back from that extreme? You go from one extreme to another. And, you know, I, I what are the things I know when, when you did yours, you were talking about how awkward you felt when, when it was over. How did you come out of it? I went away. <laughs> I detached from the world. I detached from the matrix. I said, click. And I detached. I was out. I was out for about a week. Um, two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, yeah, I guess 10, 10 business days. I guess two weeks. Yeah, um, yeah I detached, man. I, I said, all right, let me, let me, let me get out. Let me, uh, let me leave the States. <laughs> I left the States. Um, have a party yeah it, it was it was that because to me and and we talked about this and, and i talked about how mental health is a, is, is a thing and, and and you were like oh my god i thought you were going to say something else and no it's it was that it, it was that because you're right it does something to you man and, and and it sounds crazy to people who maybe or it sounds like awkward to people who maybe like yo dude really it's just a kickstarter it is just a kickstarter and you're right in in, in the big scheme of things right it's just a Kickstarter, but everything affects individuals differently. And when you've done a Kickstarter, and like you said, Sam, and you broke it down perfectly because you are every day. That's all you think about for the month before you go, sometimes even longer. And for the month that you're in it, all you're thinking about is how am I going to raise all of this money? How am I going to convince people that my book is worth their time, their money, their pledge, right? Yeah. And how am I going to get all of this to them in time? so that nobody hates me after the campaign is over. So there are a lot of things that go into, into the campaign. When you come out of it, you know, that's when you're like, okay, what do I do? People do it differently. I went away. Um, some people stay in the game and they say, okay, you know what? I got to stay productive because I was productive for the last two months or three months or whatever. I need to continue. I need to continue the process and I need to keep Guilty. doing what I'm doing. Right. I got to keep doing what I'm doing as you know, as, as this thing, um, as this thing ends. So, you know, it depends. I, I, I think, I think it's totally up to you. It depends on your personality. It depends on who you are. It depends on what makes you happy. At the end of the day, do what makes you happy. Right. For me, it was spending time with the fam saying, all right, I, I did, I did, I did this. I'm done with this. Everything went well. When I come back from this, I will have the money and I can start sending stuff out. So, because because you got to wait anyway. Even after the campaign ends, it's not like okay, the money's in the account right away. They, you got to wait about two weeks because they got to reconcile everything and get all the money, send it out to you. So in those two weeks after it's done, you know, just decompress. However you want to decompress, go to a movie, you know, hang out with family. I don't know, like like Lou said, have a party, you know, enjoy the fact that you that you did what you set out to do. Now, if it's not successful. I don't know what I would That's do it. if oh, it's not yeah. successful, right? Because it's one thing when you succeed, right? When you end the campaign and you've made, you know, way more than you thought you were going to make. And you're like, oh, my God, it's like a high. Yeah, you're, you're, you're kind of coming off of this big high, but it's still a high. I don't know how I would handle it if it was not a successful campaign. And some people say, don't even wait. Put it back up there. Put it back up there. Maybe lower your goal. And and go at it again. Go at it again. Don't don't get discouraged. I mean, easier said than done when you've done all this for that amount of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I found I found it's it, there's definitely an awkward moment when it ends, right? And because I'm not creating a new graphic to post to Kickstarter, I'm not you know doing this. I'm not do. I don't have to go on 50 different social media. But I'm not trying to get on a podcast. You know, you feel awkward, and you're like, what do I do with myself um, at the end of it? Right. Because now you got to wait two weeks before you get the money. Right. So you send your update at the end of the campaign. Thank you so much. Blah, blah, blah. Here's what's going to happen next. When that's done, it's silent. Right. So what I did was because I'm going on my 10th one. What I did was I said, all right, I need to have an agenda and a calendar when it ends. So I'm not wasting 48 hours of awkwardness and trying to figure out what the hell. Right. So what I do is, yeah, I'll take a break. I was like, honey, at the end of the campaign that next day, let's go do something. Let's go. Let's go to the farmer's market. Let's go somewhere. Let's just get out the house. Um, yes. And you have to have a plan B. And so what I do is I said, all right, I'm still yeah. working on the series. I'm still working on the series. So I still got pages to draw. I still got pages to color. I still got a podcast to run. You know, I still got a website to run. I still get orders on my website that I have to fulfill. So I was like, all right. So I have a schedule. What's the difference between when a Kickstarter's live versus when I'm not when a Kickstarter's off is that 
it takes me a couple of days to do a page when I'm running a Kickstarter because I'm promoting the Kickstarter and I'm creating all this content for the Kickstarter and I'm creating videos and promos and all this other stuff. So it takes a lot of my time. When the Kickstarter is off, I'm able to do a page a day um, because now I'm not distracted. Right. So it's like, all right, so now I can catch up. So this is where I accelerate and this, keeping myself busy helps me deal with the awkwardness. But those first, no one prepares you. Everyone tells you what you need to do to run a Kickstarter, all stuff, but no one prepares you for the after effects. Um, especially if you, because we all have, um, you have the goal that you see there, but we all have a, a goal in our mind, right? That we want to, and when you don't hit that goal that's in your mind, that messes with you too. And you, so, you know, you got to deal with that psychological effect of why, why didn't that happen? Or, or for Kickstarters where you have your, your, your first Kickstarter might've done extremely well, but then the second, the consecutive one didn't do as well as the first, like, why, why didn't those people come back? All that head junk contributes to that psychological effect that you have afterwards that you have to come to terms with and try to figure out. Um, because you start, you start creating this, this, this narrative, that's not a true narrative, but it's, it's the insecurities that happens afterwards. So I, the, the best way to combat that is to be, um, to keep busy, break away, go spend time with family, go do something, get, get, get your mind off of it and reset. You know, I was talking to you. There are days where I wake up, I know I have to do pages, but I don't feel it. Right. So then I'll go and do something else creative. And I'm like, like yesterday, I just couldn't draw a page yesterday, but I did a cover. Right. So it's like, you know, what? I'm going to do a cover because I, I just can't, uh, you know, I already know I have the storyboards laid out. I just I didn't feel it. And so I said, you know, what? I want to do a cover for the for number six, which is not coming out to the fall. Right. And I had fun doing that, you know, just, you know. And so it was my way of trying to figure out how to stay creative. So my, my recommendation, to everybody, is you're always going to find a reason to be disappointed with the performance of a Kickstarter for one way or another. Something didn't happen, a milestone, personal, whatever it is. Um, it happens. It's part of life. Learn from it figure it out and then get back in the game, get back on that horse. And, and again, but you definitely need to have a balanced life where you spend time with friends and family and detox. Yeah. I, I think you, you mentioned for me, I, I'm a big time. I'm a, I'm a planner when it comes to these, to these campaigns. And when I'm, I'm before I release anything, I like to plan months in advance. So while you were like, for example, you were creating images during what well, well, the 30 days of the campaign is going i had stuff created prior to that campaign going live the only thing i was creating on a regular basis was like updates of when we hit certain goals and stuff like that but even then i, I had a lot of that stuff pre-made already so i wasn't constantly creating new stuff so it was easier for me to detox at the end because they i wasn't in that rhythm of creating something every day before the campaign i was just about okay what's today's date okay i'm posting that today because i had that set up to be posted on that day if you right. go to the if you go to the uh the adventures of wonder duck on instagram everything is set up in these tiles and those tiles were all created prior to the campaign prior to the launch of even the the, the instagram page because i'm just cycle like that and I, and I and i and i prepare all that stuff prior to it so that's the way i deal with 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 the kickstarters for myself i like to have everything ahead of time um but then when the campaign ends and you're right you do have to fill that space with something else. And when that happens, you know, I, I, I do a lot of writing. So I, I'm writing, you know, even when I was away, I was still writing stuff. I was still creatively doing something, you know, just because I love to do this. This is what we love to do. It sometimes becomes work because we're trying to, you know, get results. And that takes a lot of work and that takes a lot of out of you. But you can't forget that the reason why you're doing it and have fun with what you're doing. Don't make it don't let it consume you to the point where you're like i hate this dude like why am i doing this yeah why am i doing this and to, and to lose point i think when he said have a plan b is in case you don't succeed at the campaign you do have to have a plan b you have to have a thing of like okay what do i do in case this doesn't work out do i maybe you go to another platform maybe kickstarter wasn't the platform for that project maybe it's indiegogo maybe it's zoop maybe it's crowdfunder maybe it's something else and so you know have that but have that already planned in case that doesn't work out because it's not, it doesn't make sense to not know what you're going to do next. Cause if it ends and it doesn't succeed, now you're stuck. If you don't have yeah. a plan B you're, you're, you're stuck. Mm -hmm. um, I have multiple artwork going on all the time. My eyesight limits me at times. So I need to constantly switch pieces and mediums in order to stay sane. And that's what it is. It's about your sanity. It's about yeah. staying sane yeah. and, 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 and doing what helps you, you know, I think we because can tell of you this, but it doesn't matter. You guys are well you. Yes. I think the, the, the benefit of being, um, an artist, writer, uh, creator, um, is that I can switch, I can switch hats. 
right? If I'm not feeling something, I could write out um, future episodes of There's an Alien in My Toilet or Duties Adventures. Um, I can write the second issue of you know Duties Adventures or the you know the next issue of Duties Monsters. If I'm not feeling that, I can go and edit a video for the podcast. You know, I can go update my website. There's always something I can find to be creative, and that's my, my main thing that I have um, that that keeps me going is that no matter what happens, get something done. That's that that's the way I am. No matter what I, what's going on, make sure that you've your output today was better than the output yesterday. And sometimes you're not going to be at full capacity, but if you work, if you find a way to stay creative, because then what happens is when you when you when you feed into that 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 feeling of like lost and you don't do anything it gets worse because now you're feeling bad about yourself because like i didn't do anything today and i didn't do this you know and so it compounds itself so find a way to stay active um one of the things that helps me is getting up in the morning it's you know 7 a.m i go into the garage i'm working out because it helps me think and plan my day. I have a I have a dry erase board in my garage where I'm I'm working out and whatever it is, and I'll go to dry erase board. These are the things I need to do today, and I'll write it down. And then throughout the day, I'll go and I'll wipe it off. I said that was done, that was done. So I'm holding myself accountable. But that's my brainstorming session when I'm in the garage. Um, so you got to find what works for you. Find an uh, you got to find an outlet. Whether it's walking your dog, whatever it is, sitting outside, whatever it is, find something that's going to help you get this going. Um, so that way, when you're ready to sit down behind the desk and be creative, you know, you're that much prepared for that moment. Yeah, I think it's also important to to have a uh, like an honest conversation with your loved ones right? and yeah. let them know that this is what's going to consume the next 30 days of your life so that you don't feel the pressure or even them saying, hey, you're not spending enough time with us or you're not doing this with us. Or because sometimes you get that outside pressure also. Yeah, to, because you love the people you you love and you want to be with them, but you understand that this is a means to an end, and you got to focus on this. So, so I think that that's important also is to have that honest conversation with the people that that surround you that you love to let them know, hey, listen, I, I'm I'm doing this now, and you know, and and hopefully you guys are on the same page because that can also cause stress, you know, the guilt of not you know missing out on certain things because you're so focused. Uh, on doing this and there's no guarantee that it's going to work and that's, that's no, nothing's that's ever guaranteed the, the only thing part. that what do you guarantee is what you put into it everything else and how the world reacts to it is a different story but if you put in your your, your, your best foot forward you know it's like look i've done 10 campaigns i would have loved to done to to each campaign to got better and better and better but it's a it's like this there's no consistent trend there's no trend that i can see so that means i have to um work twice as hard Right. So it's that comes with the game, you know, don't take it personal, just get more creative and more determined and more focused. And hopefully the outcome gets better with each time. I often try something creative that I know I'm not good at. The pressure is limited as there is no expectation to be awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Right. You know, it's like don't try to achieve perfection. There's no such thing. Don't you know, you know, don't worry about what's happening around you, um, but be aware. Right. I think the biggest thing is, you know, know what's happening in the industry, know what's happening in the environment. But really, it's you against you. Right. So when you sit down, it's you against you. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to outperform me yesterday. So how do you get better today than you were yesterday? You know, and so if you did, if you ran, if you ran for a mile yesterday, can you do a mile and a quarter today? You know, so those are, that's how you got to think about it. That's why I look at it. And that's how I challenge myself. Yeah, I, I think and, and, and to and to lose point talking about expectations, man, I, 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 I truly believe that if you expect nothing, you get everything. Um, I think expectations only lead to disappointment sometimes. It, it happened to me, you know, to lighten the mood up a little bit. It happened to me in some of these movies I went to see. You know, I was expecting I was expecting I was expecting greatness. You come out a little disappointed when you don't get greatness. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that. <laughs> but you, know, between you and me, when I go to a movie, I, I, I don't know what to expect. I just go expect and have nothing, fun. expect yeah. nothing. That's what I I'm saying. Expect have nothing, fun. get everything. That's what yeah. I mean. That's the mistake I made going into certain movies is I expect, and I know not to expect anything. I just, I shouldn't, you shouldn't don't expect anything. You'll get everything. And and that's, I think that that's very important. I think if you go into any high expectations, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to yes. be disappointed because sometimes things don't live up to it. The, 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 the best thing is when you go in there with no expectations and it's amazing and it's great. The feeling that you get after you're done with it, you're like, yo, I was not expecting that because you weren't expecting anything. Yeah. Pitbull so, said something like that. Um, Pitbull, the musician, he says something about like, if you make if you make it about money, you're always going to be chasing it. It's going to run. Mm -hmm. You're always chasing it. 
He goes, but if you make it about you and 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 your grind and your hustle, you'll be surprised how the money just shows up, right? And I think that's the biggest thing. He goes, so people say, oh, you're so lucky. He goes, he goes, you know what? Um, what is it? You know, I'm lucky that I work hard. You know what I mean? You know. Yeah, yeah, he goes. I'm lucky that I work hard because the it, it was the grind that helped him achieve what he wanted instead of making it about the the, the dollar, right? right? And I think because what happens if if it's about the dollar, then the 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 the, the, the product suffers, right? You know, and your craft suffers, and your journey, your growth suffers. So you know, make it about the journey. And sometimes your best wasn't good enough, right? It's, it's, that's just the reality of life. And, but you know what, at least you can say, you know what, I did give it my best, you know, you know, that I was able to do at the time that I did it. Boom. Yeah. That's it. It's funny, man. Like a lot of that advice and stuff like that. I love, I love it when it comes from like the people who have a lot of money, mm-hmm. uh, because it's, you know, it's, it sounds like it's easy for them to say it. And, and it is, it sometimes it's things that are easier said than done. Don't make it about the money. Don't chase the money. And, and that's, that's, that sounds, that's logical, right? That's like, you're right. If I don't chase the money, maybe it'll come. But human nature is you just you just say you know what you start chasing it anyway so yeah. it's tough it, it, it's tough to 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 uh to listen to some of that stuff especially from somebody who's a, a well he came from nothing you know and no, he made absolutely. something you know? absolutely. so so for absolutely. me it's like i give that more credibility than i give to somebody who didn't who who had it a little easier you know what i mean i mean this guy was strictly from the streets and uh but, and made something out of stuff no i i agree but i i think that if you talk to pitbull before he made the money he was probably chasing it some of it and he he learned once he made it once he made the money so hindsight, I think that happens with all of us i think hi, yeah exactly hindsight is 2020 you gain wins, yes. wisdom hindsight is 2020 so you look back at your life and you're like damn i shouldn't have chased it but you know what he's here now and all that chasing and everything he did is let him here so i sometimes it's hard right because it's like it's like all right it's he, saying that is you're here now so you can say that but he had to have done some kind of work there, there was something, if he is. was Pitbull, early Pitbull, when he wasn't Pitbull, and he was coming up, definitely different from, there was a trigger. There was something that happened that something he, happened. his image yeah. changed. He went from the hoodie to the the the, ja- the the jacket and the collar and the, you know, and the shoe, the dress, the suit, right? So he went from the hoodie to the suit. Something switched and his image changed and his music changed and then bam. And so it was maybe he had a mentor. There was something in that point in life that switched because you could see the huge difference. It, night it, and day. It's, it's funny, man, because like, you know, talking about Pitbull I, and, you know, seems like when you're on top, it's better to see what to do. Yes. That's what I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it is. But, but see, and, and, and the thing is this, right? Like you look at Pitbull, for example, right? I, I don't consider him a great musician. I don't consider him a great artist, but he's catchy. He's he, he's he, he there's, there's a trend. I mean, how many things has he sampled? You know, how many songs has he sampled and used great songs from back in the past to make his money today? So right. I think that that was a trigger. He was like, wait a minute, I can just make money remix and stuff. It, it, it's it's the it's the thing that they said about Puff Daddy, right? He was the king of remixes. Same right. thing. It was like he just caught. They catch a trend. They catch something, and they're like, oh, that works. And I'm sure his PR team was like, yo, dude, this is what you got to do. Change the style. Wear a suit do this do that i mean these people have teams behind them that allow them to do all of this stuff yep yeah and, and he did it right he works hard mr well, you know mr you know what is it, 905 or 405 yeah. 405 um but anyway yes so that's uh how to combat uh <laughs> burnout <laughs> show, show us how you really feel <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Right. Used to wear spandex. Used to wear spandex. They were they were like lent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, it's fantastic. It's again, it's all it's all it's all about mindset. Um, you know, what are the things that I, I bought a book? Um, it's called it, it's um it's how to train your mind to affect to 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 impact your physical health, how your mental health and physical health are aligned and what you and your thoughts contribute to whatever so it's like for me it's like you know you know that depression is real because you've seen it right yeah you know that, that there's this place there's this dark place you want to avoid because you don't want to get sick right because that that happens your body breaks down on you so i was like all right how do i train my mind to eliminate these thoughts and focus on the thoughts that's going to help me get better mentally physically um emotionally you know so you got to find ways it's just going to help you um and the more that you invest in yourself you know the the the, the stronger you become 
that's it. You know, so if, if you like this conversation, give us a thumbs up, you know, uh, hit that like button. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to the channel. If you haven't done so, when we grow, the indie community grows. We appreciate everybody's support this morning. Um, this was a lively conversation. Thank you, Aniba, Lou, Gilly, and uh, all of you on Facebook that are watching. Thank you for the thumbs up. Um, we appreciate everybody out there. Um, we'll be back next week on the Morning Brew with the Crazy Crew. And uh, check out the next episode of the Crazy Tell Less every Mondays going down. Um, and if you haven't done so already, um, please check out my art channel, The Art of Samuel, um, on YouTube where all my live streams will go. And if you haven't signed up, sign up for today's name in my toilet book number four. Gotcha. We're launching in January 3rd. And Anibal and Johnny are going to join us for the live launch party. It's going to be a big hoot. Um, and, uh, and, uh, go visit, get your meds, get your meds.com. Go visit, get your meds.com. I'm going to be at the long Island comic book expo this weekend on the 20th one day. I'll be good. there. Yeah. Had a good run. I'll be there. So make sure you check that out. Um, also don't forget to go to darkfirepress.com. They have really cool stuff. Um, not just the adventures of wonder duck, but also Anibal's book, Anibal Arroyo's book. There's an end in my toilet. Lewis Cruz has a book up there called, uh, the fuel of life. Anibal and, has uh, the end in my toilet. That's nice. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Little Steve's closet. Little Steve's closet. Sorry. Sorry. Little Steve's closet. And then also obviously James DeSantis has, uh, Chatiana on there. But yeah, no, definitely check that out. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next Thursday. It's going to be our Thanksgiving episode. I will be out in Cali. So it's going to be early morning for me. It'll be a 6 a.m. call time for me. So that's going to be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Little Steve's Closet. Little Steve's Closet. My there you bad, go. There you my go. Up. But yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be good. So join us next week uh, on Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be talking about whatever we're going to be talking about. You'll know. Uh, we'll let you know. But, yes. Uh, yes. That's yes. all I got for today, my friend. Yeah. So thank you, everybody, this morning. Have a blessed day. We will see you on the rebound. I'm Santa Cruz Manvera. George, the dream of Medina. We out. Peace.